Furnace, the only Doctor Who podcast on the net where both co-hosts are cosplaying the Ood. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's up, man? So, Doctor Who did it. It, it broke me. It broke <laughs> oh, me. Oh, really? I, I got, I got, like, the lump in the throat. You got moist? I, you got moist? I, a little, a little. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't, like, noticeable, uh, you know, discharge coming out of the corners of the eyes, but... Uh, Got a little choked up. Yeah. yeah. And dude, I mean, All right. I never thought it would happen. I this never thought episode, it would happen. Yes. This episode, we are talking about the Satan Pit. This is part two of uh, this little arc here in season two. And uh, if you're new to the Tardy Tardis podcast here, we are a podcast of two guys who know nothing about Doctor Who as we find our way through and kind of just merge our way through what is Doctor Who. So this is our first time watching this. And uh, if you've been along for the journey, welcome again here to another episode. Right. If you haven't and this is your first time, we got a bunch of podcasts behind us. And uh, go listen to them and come along with us on this journey. And yes, my friends, this episode, The <clears throat> Satan Pit, we start every episode by kind of, before we get into the plot or anything, just kind of giving our brief overview thoughts. And when we do these two-parters, we tried last week, we, or last episode, we kind of went in and set our thoughts on part one, but because this was a double arc, you really needed to have this episode. And now after watching this episode, you got to include this in it. And Chris, usually I throw it to you first, but yeah, I got to go taking first it. on this one, man. <laughs> this right. is the best two-part episode arc we have seen up to this point. So much so that, like, like you said, gives you the lump in the throat, gives you the feels. There are moments... In this episode, and we talk about it all the time, that the show on its surface looks like this goofy, silly sci-fi show. There are some deep, deep mm. moments in this episode, even commenting on the idea of like our existence, the idea of religion, like what came before all of this. There is so much in these episodes, and especially this episode, um, some of these moments that you have are just insane. This is the best. This is the best Doctor yeah, Who. Does, can it get better than this? I don't I, know. I mean, is this our last episode? I mean, should I, we just I'm hang done. it up? I'm done. After, I'm done <laughs> with no, there's no, I'm, there's I'm retiring no my TARDIS. On. I'm out. <laughs> um, and, and, there's, and there's info on the Doctor himself. Yes. Um, you know, when, when the voice is talking and, you know, which we'll get into all this stuff, but... Man, like it it was just like we we have come so far. Um and we really haven't come that far at all. When you think about <laughs> no, it. we you haven't. Know, Let's be we're, honest. We're we're a season and a half in. But <laughs> just from the storytelling to um yeah, like the you know, like this I don't want to say seriousness, like there's always that great like towing the line of of it being serious and not comedy, but just keeping it light. There's a lot this, of serious this, in this one, man. This was dark, man. This yes. was really dark. Um and and I even even just from the the graphic department, you know, like I remember that first episode, the the Rose episode, in the first five minutes when those uh you know the mannequins come to life yep. and the that building blows up. It was just all that 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 CGI was but I get it. I mean they didn't have a lot of money to work <laughs> right. with. Right. But now things are coming around and you see stuff like this. You're like, man, they are like, yeah, in one in one breath, you're like, 
is what can it get any better? But in the other breath, you're like, it seems like they're just taking off. If right. this is where we're going and we're going to go yep. down like these roads, I want to see what else we got. I am in. Yeah. Yep. So let's yeah. uh, let's read the plot here. So this plot is coming from uh, the Satan Pit Wikipedia page. And this actually is a little bit longer of a plot than the Wikipedia page usually gives it. But I think it is going to do it justice because it is going to take us through the whole episode. So we got four paragraphs here. So stick along here for the ride. But here we go. The doctor and science officer Ida investigate a pit under a recently opened trapdoor deep below the planet Croptor. In the sanctuary base, Rose and the three surviving members of the crew, Jefferson, Danny, and Toby, flee from the advancing Ood, who are all possessed by the beast. Toby appears to be no longer possessed by the beast, and as the doctor and Ida prepare to return to the base, the beast communicates with the doctor and the rest of the crew through the Ood and explain that, explains that he was sealed in the pit before the universe began. The beast demoralizes the doctor, Rose, and the crew. Epic scene. Uh, mm. The lift cable snaps shortly after, trapping Ida and the doctor 10 miles underground. When With Zach cornered in the base control room by the Ood, Rose and the rest of the crew go into the maintenance tunnel. However, the Ood are in pursuit, so Zach seals off the junction. Rose, Jefferson, Danny, and Toby go to... Uh, inca inca <laughs> incapacitate the Ood by disrupting the telepathic field that keeps them functioning. After the group reunites with Zack, Zack knocks out the unwilling Rose and takes her with them to board the escape rocket and leave the planet. Meanwhile, the Doctor and Ida use the lift cable to explore the pit, although the Doctor finds nothing but darkness far below. He then chooses to detach himself and fall, landing at the bottom thanks to an air cushion and finds that he can breathe. The doctor finds the physical form of the beast. He quickly deduces from the unintelligible grunts coming from the beast that its consciousness has already escaped and that the crop tour was designed as the perfect prison for the beast. Its jailers devised the jars as a failsafe since their destruction would cause the planet to then plunge into the black hole. So it's basically like he's either trapped or they're going to die. The doctor <laughs> smashes the jars anyway to destroy the beast. And as the planet falls out of orbit, the doctor stumbles across his TARDIS. The rocket is also pulled towards the black hole, and Toby reveals the mind of the beast is still possessing him. Rose takes Zack's bolt gun and shoots the rocket's front window, unhooking Toby's safety harness to jettison him into space. Meanwhile, the doctor rescues Ida and tows the rocket to safety with the TARDIS. He returns Ida to the rocket, but did not have time to save the Ood. Poor Ood. The Ood, they did. Dead Ood. So... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dude the dude uh, <laughs> so has the doctor the doctor is responsible for killing the devil yeah and the, so the is he great, god like are we going there we already before. are we already going there i like, mean i don't know like <laughs> he is a god he might not true. be the god but he's right. a god um so the the cool thing about it though is what it, the devil really is like an idea Right. Right. And by this story being told the way that it's told and the way that it ends, that's what the devil has now become. Like the, the, the devil is now the devil is in this world a living thing. It has a physical body. Right. It has a mind. Um, none of us have ever seen that. There are some people who claim that they have but they probably didn't take their medication. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now like, and, and when you get that scene where the, the beast is talking to all of them through the Ood, 
um, he kind of says stuff like that. He's like, I, I am, I can't remember the exact words that he uses, but that like the, de- in this world, the devil is actually real. Right. And to, to, to go to the end of it where the doctor technically kills him, but that will do nothing to, um, really change people's minds of what the devil is. Right. The devil will live on. Yep. But people don't, won't really, really comprehend or believe or do anything on understanding that the devil, the actual devil has really died. Is it, you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, I, I do. And I, and I love like the doctor. I think part of that is why, like, especially the last episode. And then we see it in bits here where like the doctor just, he keeps saying like, it's impossible. Like cause this creature, the beast keeps saying I'm from before everything was created. And the doctor's like, no, no, he's just like flat out. No, yeah. that's absolutely impossible. But right. like he ha- he eventually comes to grips and he at one point he even says exactly what you're saying, how the devil is a myth. It's something every religion and they go through these lists of all these, you know, funny religions. Right. Every religion has its version of the devil, but it's all based right. on this myth. But yet here now he is realizing like, wait a minute. No, it, it is. It was at some point a reality. And right. we were assuming humans, he even mentions, like, I think he says man or something. He's looking at the walls. He's looking at the wall carvings. And he says man fought the beast and captured it here, whether or not it was the humans we know of from Earth or whatever. Um, but now, yes, he is actually fighting the literal <laughs> devil, like the, <laughs> the beast, the devil incarnate, whatever you want to call it, Satan. That's who he is fighting. And then I love when Rose... Because to because that's the thing to continue on that myth. Rose asks him like, "Doctor, what was that?" And yeah, what did he say? What? How does he phrase it at the end? Like the way he kind of says it to her, he basically doesn't say like that was the devil. He's just like, "Nope, like that was uh, you know we're alive and we defeated it, and that's all that matters." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Where if he just said, right. "Oh yeah, Rose, that was the devil." If Rose ever gets back on the phone and talks to Jackie, she's gonna say, "Hey Jackie, put away your knickers or hold on to your knickers." You know, this <laughs> the devil's real, and then it becomes this craziness like she can't right everywhere yeah. she's been she's seen so many crazy things but to literally see the actual right. devil and be able to <laughs> say that is a real thing could yeah. make have so many drastic consequences i think real unreal um crazy so and him even saying like yeah like it's just cool to to imagine that he he lists like you said like all those different like religions and stuff like that we all have the same image of the devil right and he and he's been across the galaxy and it's all the same and all so that one thing is what we all can i guess get behind, get behind saying yeah. like that is what we believe the devil to be and the coolest thing that he said was um he didn't believe like the devil existed or, or how, however he worded it he worded it but he said because it didn't fit my rule yeah and i have my rules and how yep. the world works and i've seen and and you know for him to say that um is is kind of a big deal because he's seen a lot we know that he's been around the world yep or around the galaxy um and for him to say it doesn't fit my life and my rule and here he is, here is the actual devil. Mm-hmm. It just made it that much more powerful to me, man. Like just a, a, a great, great uh, villain. I guess. The villain, the yeah, ultimate, the villain. ultimate villain. And here we are season and a half in and we are fighting the ultimate villain. It's crazy. Um, I mean, we, we get a lot more too 
from um, uh, when you mentioned, like we learned a little bit about the doctor when yeah. the beast is kind of pinpointing each person. And, you know, we're going to talk about what he says to Rose in a minute. But, you know, what does he say to the doctor? He's like the man who killed his kind. Right. Yeah, man. What is that? What why did the doctor gonna, do? Why are we going to figure that out? I, <sighs> I Like, I don't want to know. Like, don't don't. If, if someone can just say soon or not for a while. I'll be fine with that because I'll know what, but I want to know, I want to know more about his background and we're getting very small pieces of it, but how does he, how does he word it? He says, um, I thought I wrote it down here. Girl, in the beginning, I don't know. Oh, describes the doctor as the killer of his own kind. Yeah. So that's how he says it. I don't know, but that, that whole scene was great, man. Yeah. Like mentions Jefferson. He, we got a little bit of, uh, yeah. you know, backstory from the last episode. So it says he's haunted by the eyes of his wife, you uh-huh. know, the captain that just can't take up the mantle to lead. Then they mention when he mentions Rose, he says, you know, the young girl mm-hmm. or something or the lost girl. And then he says, you know, that will die in battle soon. Yeah. And I mean, the fear in Rose's and, face, you see it. She's just like, oh, what does yeah. that mean? Doctor, what does that mean? Yeah. But his, his reaction and talking to the devil is great, man. He and that's what I'm saying. Like the show is so good with towing the line of just keeping things light. Because if that was anybody else and actually talking to us, you know, I, I, I would crap my pants where I would have nothing left <laughs> in my insides for weeks on end. But he just he's like, Well, if you were the devil, answer me this. Like he's gonna test the devil yeah, with a truth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just so cool that like, he just is so relaxed in any situation. Um, and, and where was the other thing? Oh, the, the really cool thing that the devil said when he he's talking about how basically like humans are like feeble and don't understand anything. He says, you cling to your sons that will die in the end. Yes. And that is a great line because like that just shows you the, the bounds of the devil because we do. We we rely on the sun, which will die in billions At of years. At some point, yep, it's gonna <laughs> die. And for him, that's like a snap of the fingers. Yep, and it's so true. Like our our, our civilization and our uh, our our livelihood and our living depends on the sun. But for him, it's just like you you petty creatures that de- rely on this thing in the sky. Like <laughs> get over yourselves. Yep. Loved it. Definitely a great uh, incarnation of the beast, uh, for sure. And and I think, yeah. what do you think of just the the setup of him being trapped down there? I love just the the idea of like, hey, he's trapped there, and then he can be let go. But if he's let go, it, that in itself, by destroying those chains, which really is those jars, it causes that planet to then suddenly be thrust into the black hole. So like, whoever set that yeah. that trap up. Did just an amazing job but then i love the doctor like because at first the doctor says oh i get it like i need to sacrifice rose to you know kill you basically and then i think right. ultimately he would be killing himself but then he's like nope i trust in her yeah he just yeah, yeah his man. faith like, in her man <laughs> and i think i've said this before on another show like watching like the wheels turn in the doctor's mind when he's trying to figure things out yep I, I get so much enjoyment out of that because like, you know, he's going to figure it out in the end, but just like, especially in this scene, like he's going back and forth between like, it's like with a four or five minute wall. scene of tenant just it's going back great, and forth, man. facial expressions, it's, everything. It's crazy. Oh my God. It is great. Um, 
yeah and then and then he he kind of figures out like the the people that created this cell pretty much created it so here's my question for you this is what i want to ask you so what does this say about like what the tardis like the tardis's importance in this for bringing them there in the first place we never really get uh, a reason mm -hmm. as to why they land, ended up there um in the first part of this so let's see how did i write this um so here so did the tardis know that the devil was escaping in a sense i think so and uh, the people who set up this prison knew he would be needed one day yes so the tardis knew that yep and I brought think him so. there as basically to say um now is the time where i need to bring you here because the devil is escaping and the people who set all this up knew one day that i would need to take you here so he, you got to figure it out. The, didn't the doctor say that at some point? He says like, you know, this was set up knowing that I, at one point he says something along those lines, like I would be here. Like I would be the one to be here in this moment. And so what does that say about the TARDIS? Like, I mean, if, if the doctor knows all these things, how did the TARDIS know? Like if the doctor didn't know about the beast actually being a physical, because I mean, can we agree on that? Like the doctor didn't know the, the beast or the devil was a phys actual physical yeah. creature. Because he didn't say, he, he, because when he finally sees his standing in front of it, he goes, okay, I accept you as you are. I accept right. that you're real. Yep. So no, I don't think he did believe. So do you, can we say form. then the TARDIS did? I think, how or is it just you, maybe the idea of it that the TARDIS knew? And then, then at that point, is the TARDIS smarter than the doctor? And is that why that it's putting him all over the place? It's just putting him on this wild goose chase, like all over There's the place. There's no other explanation as to why they would go there. There's none. Hmm. It's got, there's like, I mean, we know the TARDIS has consciousness. Like, you know, yeah. that, that one seed where it almost died out. But uh, I think that the TARDIS might know more than the doctor. It's got to. Yeah. And it, and it knew that, you know, one day the, these, this devil is going to try to escape. And when that happens, I got to bring them there. Now, one and, one common theme with this and a lot of the adventures they go on is a lot of it is always just humans. And I mean, there's a lot of funny things like doctors like, oh, humans, you know, in this in these episodes, like wherever they go, it's always humans either pushing the limits or just getting into some just wacky situation with some outside force, be it werewolves or whatever it is, the ood, whatever. So like maybe that's kind of just the the common thing of the TARDIS always going where humanity is really getting into situations it shouldn't be in. Why is it humanity? I don't know, but it always seems to be that case. Obviously. I mean, this show made by well, humans, so of course it's going to be, but like, maybe is that just, this was just one of those situations where it was like TARDIS is just going and said, Oh, I got to go over here now because here's a bunch of really ambitious humans who are looking to get a power source or just investigating a power source to hopefully go back and, you know, take it where you want to take it. Jefferson clearly seems to want it for power to maybe win a war or whatever he's going to do with it. But in mm -hmm. the end, the TARDIS is like, nope, I know what is going to happen if we allow them to get the power source because ultimately it is this beast, whether it knew it was the devil or not, and then it did what it did. But then in the same sense, there were humans that knew to imprison the beast. So who were they? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I oh, mean, you, you got to think, well, I wonder, we never really get to understand what the writing is, right? We never no. get that. So maybe that like when whoever it was that imprisoned the devil, those writings and that you can't 
decipher maybe that's instruction or something like that but yeah, we don't maybe. know because, but because they captured him so long ago through the millions and billions of years you know it's just a massive game of telephone so we don't know <laughs> what's going on but right. you're right about, you're right about the whole um is the TARDIS going to humanity and like fixing humanity's errors throughout this whole I mean show. really it's almost and seems then, like that's what it is well look at the last scene when uh you know he finally gets rose back and ida goes on to the ship and he said like he's talking to them through like the comms and he's like the next time you get curious about something and he stops he goes whatever you're just gonna go storming the gates anyway (laughs) basically just saying like humans don't learn yeah you don't learn and 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 you you were face to face with the devil and a black hole and that won't be enough to make humans like stop investigating and exploring yep. because they're humans mm-hmm. and that's what we do so it's crazy oh man i love and he the- also oh he also says that because we were talking about how uh, the devil said that he killed his own kind at the very end he also said his people invented black holes do you remember that like uh, he, yeah yeah again just another thing of like what the heck is the history of the time wars. I mean, you think black hole can capture time, right? So there's got to be some something with that. Like they 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 I and mean, we may learn that at some point like they created yeah. black holes to suck in time and space and all of that. So there's got to be yeah. a reason why they did that and maybe we'll learn that at some point. Um yeah. I don't know, but I love one of my favorite scenes too is the doctor when he's getting ready to go down or he's actually going down the pit, gets to the limit and Ida's like kind of ready to bring him back up and then he does that whole thing of like no. He's like, mm. you know, I'm just going to go for it. I could be a couple miles down. Could, could be, be 30, 30 feet. feet. <laughs> Won't really know until I do it. And of course, <laughs> when he finally does it, seconds later, Rose hits on the con. Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. But then that is great as well, too, because then Ida is, you know, Rose is like, doctor, doctor. And Ida's like, I'm sorry, he's gone. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, she's like, he's gone. He fell. Right. And, oh, man. Like that yeah. scene was just, and that was the scene I watched actually. Um, I watched with my wife and daughter tonight and they, we, they came in about halfway through the episode and both were just quiet. Like we're just, (laughs) it was a real, that's a really somber moment. Like you think that they, you know, I mean, obviously we know the doctor is going to be back, but the way they do that, it was just touching. Because right before he lets go, he, he tells Ida to tell Rose and then he just pauses and just says like, she knows, "Ah, whatever she knows. Oh, (laughs) love it. (laughs) Um, what was that? There was one other thing I was going to bring up kind of in that scene, but I don't remember what it was. Some of the hilarious moments in this episode, Jefferson's gun shooting. (laughs) It was something else. His bananas. Number one, the sound is terrible. Number two, the, it's just, I love it. It's, it's over the top craziness in the very beginning when Danny finally shows up and he shuts the door and he's like, the Uter coming, the Uter coming. And Jefferson's like, how many of them are there? He's like, there's a ton of them. He's like, ah, I got this. He opens a door. It's his fault. The the female guard just gets wrecked by the Ute immediately. Who, who was that female guard? I don't, that's female guard. That's how, that's how she is in fandom. Or the I wrote Wiki that page. down. I was like, did we see that female? Was she just put in there to die? Yes. <laughs> totally was. Totally she, was. But they're like humans, like this is a skeleton crew. You need every person that that needs to pull their weight. Right. We had no idea who this person was and was just <laughs> put in that room to die. Oh my god, I was dying at that point. I'm like, I'd never seen this woman 
she wasn't in the first. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. Oh, that was so funny. But I I just, Jefferson shooting and then like so adamant about opening that door when Danny is like sweating profusely, so fearful, slams the door behind him and Jefferson's like, nope, I got it. Opens the door, the girl gets wrecked in the head by the orb. Well, you know why? (laughs) Dude, Jefferson sounded drunk all the time. He did. Didn't he? Like he was like fumbling over his words. I don't know what It's better to suck the air out. Then death by you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit slow. It's great. Oh my um, god! And then um, my wife brought this up. This is a great yeah. thing too because I didn't even pick up on it the first time. At the end, the TARDIS shows up, and it's pulling the rocket with yeah. a cable, but the TARDIS itself is spinning. So my wife was like, how can the TARDIS have a cable and it's spinning and have a cable? I think I think there is something in the notes. I don't know if it is or not. Okay. But I, I, yeah, I, I, it might not be. But I yeah, told my wife, I said, that's a question we talk about on the Tardy TARDIS. I'm like, we don't talk about that right here. I don't know how it works. It just works. That's all he's got. Uh, just got what, about the, what about just the fact that the Ood know how to use bolt cutters? <laughs> I think that's... Yeah. Impressive. It is. I mean, I think I if you know if they can use bolt cutters, maybe they can like you know change oil on a car. Could, maybe couldn't they, they like use the orb just to like you know melt the lock on the door or something? I mean, I'm looking at the female guard getting zapped by it, and there's like electricity and everything like shooting through her. Yeah. I think they could unlock the doors. Do they even need the bolt cutters? Like I don't know. I don't think so. But yeah, how great is it when the ood when they're going through those air vents? And the ood like scrambling on their Start knees, like flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little creepy. It. A little creepy. Um, but when when Jefferson does die, like he, um, like he can't get to the the gate quick enough, mm-hmm. you know. And he and and um, what's his name? Who's 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 manning like the air ducks? Uh, what's what's the captain's uh, name? Uh, Van Flang or something <laughs> like that. Zach Zachary so, yeah. Zam Flang or something. Yeah. Like that. His name's Zach. So Jefferson, like, he just misses it, you know, just in time, can't get there. And he says, sorry, Captain, he goes, it was a bit slow, which Rose says that in a previous episode. And I can't remember which episode it was, but she says that exact same thing. And I'm noticing that, like, they recycle uh, phrases like that, like, purposely. I think mm-hmm. they just, to, to keep, you know, people saying, like, people like us, it's like, oh, she said that in another episode. Yeah, I remember so, that. Exactly, exactly. Um do but you... what about when they're when they're going through the ducks and uh, Toby's checking out Rose? Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, this view's fine from here. <laughs> oh, that's great. What do you th- um, do? You think Zach at the end when he's announcing all the deaths of everybody, like he says, Toby, whatever, you know, deceased, and then he says he starts going through every single ood. ood. Yeah. Do you think he continued on, or did he finally just say, "Ask me"? Like, no, I think he probably did it. You think he did? I think he did. I think he did. Like he, you only what we hear is he only gets to like number two. But I think you're led to believe that yeah, he's going, he's going through them all. But he, um, Torchwood is mentioned in this yes, too. Totally. He says like representing the Torchwood archive. So <clears throat> what's that all about? I don't know. I mean, we know that they're there because there's a power source. When I'm hearing the word right. Torchwood Archive, I mean, obviously we kind of know Torchwood is this, like, what? It, it was set up to help humanity on Earth, right? By the Queen. Right. That's kind of where it initially started yeah. back to that episode. 
Um, and when I would hear Tor- Torchwood Archive, is that a group that just goes out and is trying to archive the galaxy, the universe, kind of you know yeah. keep tabs on everything, and then maybe they're just investigating what that source is? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But we're we're, we're seeing that thread constantly being kind of sprung through all this of uh, of Torchwood. Right. Um, I mean, we haven't really talked about it. We we kind of alluded to it, but then like the scene when obviously he he breaks those two like glass things which starts the chain reaction of the devil being like released and then it's almost like a volcano and the ground is shaking everything like that and he backs up and he falls and he turns around and the tardis is there <laughs> is maybe just cuz it's so fresh in my mind it that is on par with on your left. I was just going to say, that, that's like, Endgame Portals, Captain America. Oh, my God, man. Just the music was perfect. <laughs> it, w- it was literally like a friend coming back, man. And, and, and you again, same thing like in Endgame. You knew it was going to happen. You just didn't know how. And it doesn't take away from the moment when it actually happens, man. Like, you are so happy to see that you're like, this, this well, it's not an inanimate object, but you know what I mean? Like. Okay. Oh wow. Now we have the upper hand. Now we're back. Yep. Now we're now in. we are going to win the day because yep. he found the TARDIS. Because really it things was- aren't looking good, man. Because Rose, I think the countdown at that point is like 40, 39 starts counting down. And we know that Toby at this point, the consciousness of the beast is in him. And if they get away from that black hole where they can't get sucked back in, the devil is loose and heading back to Earth, basically. It's over. And so uh yeah, that was kind of a, a big, big deal for him to find the TARDIS. Cause then we know, all right, we're safe. We're back in it. We're ready to go. And um, we can attach our cable and spin around and just break the uh, rules of physics. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Oh my God. Um, what else? I did like the – I thought it was cool. Like the, like the um, when they're going through the ducks and everything and they finally have to go up and Toby's the last one to go up and the ood are coming for Very him. Very briefly, and he, you see the beast in him, yeah. Yeah, he just like gives them like a look like – I'm, I got this. Yep, he I'm tells, him, like, tells him that was creepy. The, I don't know who that guy is, man, who the actor is, but um, I thought he did a good job playing. I mean, there's such a, a difference between regular Toby, mm-hmm. who is just kind of like this goofy. You know, I don't, what was his job there? Like a translator. I don't even know. What uh, he was, was the archaeologist, I think, wasn't he? He was the archaeologist. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And and like possessed Toby like two completely different sides of the coin and that guy played them really really good very well yep yeah. um, um the ood the one scene i think it's towards the beginning when they open the window real quick like like the little like yeah. know, porthole and you see the ood in there dude the ood are freaky man i know yeah. we talked last episode about it but especially in this one i mean they have some great moments especially when they're going through the shafts and all that but that scene when they open that window and the ood are just there that's frightening. Like I've, I've said before to you, like I have a fear of walking by like windows at night. If I ever walked by a window in my house with the unsolved mysteries music playing and saw an ood in the window, I would have a heart attack. <laughs> Mark is dead. That I would is... just die. I'm dead. Unsolved mysteries music, ood in the window, oh out. I'm out. Hold, holding the ball. You know what the ball reminded me of? I finally figured it out what the ball reminded me of. Did your parents have like, like when we were young, uh, and those like downy 
fabric softener balls that they would throw into the, <laughs> yes. the, uh, yep. the washing machine. Yep. That's what those freaking balls reminded yep. me of. I don't know why I thought of that, but it's probably what it is. Probably what it is. Probably, yeah, probably all it is. Yeah. They um, actually have now when you go to Disney to Galaxy's Edge, like the Coke and the Sprite come in those little like round balls. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they oh, look like right. now. Just, they, even though this was made back then, that's what they are now. They just, just cut the little. Uh, they were ahead of the game. Drink. Um, I I wanted to look it up, and if it doesn't exist, I think we need to make it. Um, when Danny like transmits that virus, so uh, and then and then like he puts it in, and then the the score or whatever it does like drops down to zero. <laughs> yeah, and all the ood just start like they start do. It looks like a dance and we have to find like them doing like the the humpty dance or something like that yes to do dancing it needs to be like so a fortnite emo or something like yeah. that like, <laughs> the ood emo oh my god that was such a great scene i love to like here again we have another moment where there's i mean the ood are doing the slow chase like we've seen the dalek do that we've seen the ood do yeah. that we're like oh my god they're coming after us and it's like the Jason Voorhees like walking very slow and they cut back to the people and they're all freaking out and running and then it cuts back to them just because they slowly start filing going up the stairs like going after them like clearly no threat at the time you could just drop kick them and they're gonna kick right back down the stairs but oh no we're we're threatened and then of course boom he hits it and what's he call it a brainstorm is that what it is that he hits them with when they when they Uh, use that virus I forget what they call it it's something like that Um, I don't remember but yeah um and the other part that kind of like just caught me off guard is when uh, they're, they're this, I don't want, I guess they are escaping when they get on, <clears throat> they like uh, sedate Rose. Cause she's going to stay behind. She's like, Nope, I'm staying here. I believe in the doctor. I, I you know, he's doing whatever he's doing, but I feel like he's going to come back and get me. And the captain was like, I'm not losing any more people. You're coming with us. So it's the four of them. They're on the ship and they blast off and the captain lets out like this, like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like you just lost your whole crew. Your whole crew. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but maybe a little bit later, save that for later. Like, yeah. Was a little too excited to, uh, considering the circumstances, he was a little too excited to leave that plan. What do you think that, cause in that scene, Rose points the bolt gun at, um at zach zachary yeah and he says like are you really gonna kill me she's like i'll do it turn around and he's just like is that what the doctor would want you Hmm. think the doctor would want rose to do that i mean he ends up saying i believe in her i believe in her i mean there's no benefit to killing him because she doesn't know how to drive that thing. <laughs> right. I don't know if anybody else I don't does. Know Danny so. may have been able to, but here, here's a good point. I'm looking at a picture right now on the fandom page. That is the same gun that Zachary had in the very beginning where he said, I only, I only have, have one bullet. shot. Right. Right. Only get one shot. And, Do not miss your and chance there were multiple blow. Times this opportunity he... comes once in a lifetime. <laughs> you better. <laughs> uh there were multiple times where he held it up too. And yeah. you know, if he had taken it just in any any situation. <clears throat> who knows what would have had happened at the end with Rose. It's fate. But... It's like fate, man. Well, this was all <clears throat> like just destined to happen. Doesn't it seem that way? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like the, just the doctor being there and that, the way that trap was basically set for the doctor to be there and for, yeah. you know, his decision Wouldn't to you... have to come down to her and all of that. And there's one shot. They literally got one shot. What do you think he meant by, he said at some point, like he, 
he keeps moving so he can be proven wrong. The doctor says that. I think when he's hanging from that cord and he's going down, he basically says, like, you know, he keeps doing this so he can be proven wrong. Oh, what, that the doctor keeps doing it? Yeah. Yeah, he said that about himself. Hmm. Like, what does he want to be proven wrong about? About humans, I don't think it was maybe? the devil specifically. He wasn't the devil yeah, specifically. No. Yeah, I don't know what he meant by that. <clears throat> um, but those are the scenes I like. Like, it's great to... The action sequences and stuff like that are great. But those moments where it's like, you know, just really like like the him and Ida when he's he's descending on that cable and them yeah. talking back and forth. That, like you said, about religion. And he asked her what her like, you know, yeah. how, what do you what do you feel like religious wise? And those are the scenes where that's where you get like a lot of like really the good stuff and like a lot of the background information or things that we talk about, things that we question. Um, and scenes like that. So there's a, you know, there's a scene right before that, before he actually goes over when they still are communicating with, um, with Rose and all them in the beginning and they're looking over the pit and he's like, you know, I just want to jump. You just want to go. You got that feeling in the back of your head. Yeah. And he's like, and this time it's telling me to just retreat and not go in. You know, and he that doesn't go in. It's like pained oh, him. It pained yeah. him to say that it really did. Cause after he says, he's like, everything is telling me he's like, you know, but retreat oh man it was almost <laughs> like oh that that hurt that hurt my gut to say that so um and then at the end ida says you know hang on she's like you know who are you guys mm-hmm. great moment and what's he say the stuff says, of legend that's great <laughs> love it that's so there's good. another t-shirt just a picture there's of rose a- and the doctor oh, the stuff God. of legend that's it stuff of legend <laughs> wow Awesome. All right. Well, why don't know. we get through? Uh, do you got anything else? Oh, ooh, one thing I do want to mention. What about, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of just the beast itself and the animation of it? I mean, there there is a little bit of cheese to it. You can tell it's CG, but obviously this was yeah. mid 2000s. But the model itself is awesome. pretty badass, man. Like, really pretty good. scary in the way yeah. the mouth and everything is. Like, they did a great yeah. job. I think they did a really good terrifying. job. Terrifying. And because it, <clears throat> it's almost one of those things where, I think they purposely, and maybe it was, you know, money constraints, where you never really get a solid, crystal clear view of the devil. And I think that's half purposely done, half, like I said, maybe, you know, tight money. But it's, that's, I don't know. I think it added to it because I was really, I, I watched this episode three times and I was trying to get like one scene, one moment where he's like, but he always has like, you know, when, when you're moving and he always has that like, yep. you move your hand like he has that shadow behind it. And I think that was purposely done. And I think that was a really clever way to do it. But I, I am. Yeah, and like I said, I think we've come so far just in uh, CGI with this show. That was great. Yep. Thought it was awesome. Yep. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's get into some of the uh, the bits and pieces from this uh, All right. episode. <laughs> um. Should we talk about like the big thing first? Like the what we kind of figured out. I mean, that's that, we that might we, as well because we it was revealed so, to us. Yeah. We didn't we didn't intend to figure this out, but when you know you're looking up notes and stuff like that for each one of these shows, sometimes you come across something that you didn't intend to see, and we did. So I guess yeah, we know that Rose does not 
go on past this season. <laughs> we don't yes. know how. We don't know how she goes, but um, which to be some... fair, we knew at some point she was going to go away. We just didn't know necessarily when. But yeah, yeah. So because um, when in you know looking up notes, it said the closing scene in which the doctor tells Rose that they're the stuff of legend was the final scene Billy Piper shot as a regular cast member of the series. Her departure episode, Doomsday, which is the very last episode in this season, had been filmed months earlier. Crazy. So that's a little upsetting, like knowing that you and I both thought she had one more season. I thought next season was going to be it yeah. for her. Yep. So um, it's apparently going to be this season. Again, we don't know how it happens, but the devil kind of gave us a heads up. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah going to die in battle. Some, somehow uh, in battle. She's going to be on a Yeah. Way. But but still, it's it's a lit. I mean, we didn't intend to do that, but um, and again, like another Endgame reference here. Like we knew they were all coming back in Endgame, but right. it didn't take away from the awesomeness of that scene. Yep. So we'll see imagine like what that had to be on set when they when he said that, like the stuff of legend. Like when, when watching that the second time, knowing that, like after knowing that little tidbit, and like you can really see like the heartfelt emotion when he delivers that line. You know what I mean? Like he really. Yeah. I'm sure David Tennant sincerely meant that. Like, yeah, yeah. We are the stuff of legend. We, you know, especially her, like, brought this show back. She's been there since the beginning of the show, coming back after, I mean, how many years was Doctor Who off the air when her and Eccleston yeah. came back? Like, that's a big, okay. yeah, big thing, man. She kicked it all off. It's great. Yep. Yep. Um, coincidentally, this episode was shown in the week of 666. Oh, six. Awesome. It Perfect. followed a wave of related stories in the media. So, yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, it says coincidentally. I don't think that was coincidentally. I think that was completely. <laughs> I think they intended to do that. Um, during the Tardisode for this episode, the letters SB6, presumably standing for Sanctuary Base 6, are seen on display, changing into the numbers 666. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Um, according to Doctor Who Magazine 401, when the production team couldn't figure out what would be at the bottom of the pit, they considered using Davros, which I don't think we've come in contact with them yet. Nope. So that, I guess that's some information for people who know what they are. Um, except for the final scene and footage from the Impossible Planet, and Love and Monsters, which I don't know what that is. That's the next the episode. Ten- oh, it is? Oh, that's the name of it. Okay. The 10th Doctor is not seen in his regular costume at all. Crazy. Which I didn't, it's one of those things where I didn't recognize it, but when I read it, I'm like, oh yeah, he was in that, you know, the, He's in the, the space suit, suit, like the whole the time. time. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. The episode was nearly going to miss the transmission date, which I guess is the air date. Uh, According to David Tennant on the commentary for The Impossible Planet, the episode was delivered on Friday of the week, causing reviewers uh, not to get press copies of the episode who were eager to review it. Some came to ask if it was due to the content, as was done with with preview copies of multiple episodes to prevent major twists being spoiled. But it was only due to the late post-production schedule that the episode was involved in. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've heard this before with other shows too, especially South Park. 
because they do like a really tight schedule. Oh, totally, and yeah. I've I've heard South Park is turning it in like literally with seconds left before like Comedy Central has to be what's, like. What's the can't... documentary? It was on Netflix? Six Days to Air? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Six Days to Air, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great, yeah, it's great, great thing to watch. Yeah. So, um, and then just the figures: five point five million people was the overnight six point one million total, which was it became the lowest series two episode. Um, in ratings and the lowest ever viewed episode of the revival until the witches familiar is that what that the witches familiar yeah, that's another episode lower, okay of uh, 5.7 so and then it said i found somewhere else that said i know at first when i read that i'm like what in the what world is wrong with you people right but so i i looked i found some other info and it said it could be well one explanation makes no sense the other makes a lot of sense one said, um, this could be explained by the unusually hot country ride weather. So wouldn't people be inside then if uh, it's I would think so, hot? yeah. That's okay, so that one makes, <clears throat> yeah, that makes no sense. But it was also the first England game of the 2006 World Cup. Oh, uh, okay. And you know, you know, people are going right. to gravitate to that. So I think that's why. So... In one hand, it was cool that they released it on 6606. But on the other hand, you were going up against World Cup soccer, and World Cup soccer is going to win every single time. Yep. So, um, because yeah, when I first read that, I'm like, what are people doing? Like, this this had to be must watch TV. <laughs> Especially if but you watched so the last so week. David you know? Beckham. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, the only exactly. thing I could think of, like, I was wondering, like, was it maybe just because the devil was involved? People were like, oh, I don't want to watch this because yeah. because the week before, clearly, you know, it's the devil. That's that's the right. Maybe people were like, oh, I'm not watching this. It's six, six, six. It's the end of the world. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, uh, you know, for me, I mean, this is the best. This is the best uh, that we've seen the yeah. show yet. I think it's great. I love it. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll have to see how it ends in terms of, you know, how that story is told. But uh, yeah, man, this was this is a no doubter for me. This was just everything about this was great. It, it we always wonder how these like second episodes are going to pan out. This one definitely delivered. Absolutely loved this. For this was sure. great. Um, great. Looking forward because we do get the coming up on, and we get to see. Uh, I'm going to read a brief synopsis in the next episode. It says uh, it's called "Love and Monsters." An ordinary man becomes obsessed with the tenth Doctor and Rose Tyler. And uncovers a world of living nightmares. And hmm. from the from the uh, coming up on, I mean, you can tell there's that weird guy with a hat and the beard, and he has a group of people, and he's showing pictures like we've seen all the way back to what was that the first or second episode of season one, where you're kind of hearing the rumblings of people are learning about the doctor, and that there's this person who wherever he goes, there's always death following him. This seems to kind of be along those same lines, and like they're either going to be hunting the doctor, but then at the very end of it, you see this crazy alien that oh, we've never seen just screaming yeah. at the camera, and that's it. Right. Oof. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's gonna good, be cool. Man. It looks good, and we and we know Jackie's in it. That's right. Jack, Jackie's folding her underwear in front so, of yep. one of these characters, flashing her knickers. <laughs> what does she say? Like, oh, I mean, the stranger in here flashing my knickers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please, Jackie. That's like the third time you did that that day. You're always flashing your knickers. What are you talking about? Going to have your second breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Yep. Great episode. Definitely a... Uh, I would love to know, like, what is the... um, 
I don't want to say staying power, but is is this truly like for Doctor Who fans? Is this considered one of the best episodes? I don't know. Like for us, I mean, it is. You know, in the first yeah, two seasons, I think yeah. I think this is my favorite. Like just just the the way the story goes. Um, sure, there maybe were more fun episodes, but I think for just the way this ep- this story arc impacts you, I think, and kind of really broadens the story. Um, I think it's great. I think if you hit their stride here for sure. Yeah, if if we were getting people into Doctor Who, um, and if you think about it, I mean, <clears throat> do you, well, maybe you do. I was gonna say, do you, do you have to watch these episodes in order? I mean, you probably to some should. extent, yeah, you want to, but uh, if you wanted to, if you wanted to tell someone, hey, getting that wants to get into Doctor Who, as far as we are, all you would have to tell them is say, like, look, there's this guy that you know takes uh, somebody with them that he calls a companion, and they go all around the universe and that's all you really need to know start with these two episodes this you is where could. I would start. you really could yeah yeah this is where i would start people like to, i said i mean watching that with my wife and daughter who have, have kind of often i watched a little bit here and there while i've been watching it but like those yeah. moments whether you know anything about doctor who or not still are impactful especially when he's questioning like you know just with the religion and all of that like you don't need to have been following all along to get what he is talking about there um, so yeah, I think this would actually be like a good, at you least entryway in show, show somebody these two episodes and say, Hey, you like it? All right, let's go back to the beginning and then start from the beginning and follow it from there. That's true. Yeah. Sure. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Chris, that's it. That's all we got for this week. Mm. Uh, oh God, I'm dropping things what? all over what? the place. <laughs> the you ood is coming in, Chris. The ood. <laughs> Let me open the door. Just seemingly <laughs> like Danny. Is that the dude with the bolt cutters trying to get in? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to. I only got one shot, man. I only got one shot. Um, don't forget you can email us, guys. You can email, email us at uh, the tardy tardis podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. So please send us your emails and comments. Tell us why we were wrong on some of the things we talked about or tell us uh, just your thoughts. You know, and again, please try not to spoil anything in there. Unfortunately, yeah. we did get a little bit spoiled with the. Um, the Rose news, but we knew that was coming at some point. Um, but we would love to hear from you guys. We love all that. So um, uh, the Tardy Tardis podcast at gmail.com. You can find that link in the show notes. And uh, other than that, Chris, you got anything you want to uh, throw out here at the end? No, oh, man. Uh, um, I'm sad it's over. <clears throat> yeah. this, this, These two episodes, because these were great. Yep. Do you, let me ask you this. I know you have the Tardis mug. Yes, do, do you have any Doctor Who clothing yet? Me personally, no. But if you remember when my son was born, that's right. Yeah. My uh, my brother in law and sister in law made him onesies with "Who is my mummy?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't. No, I don't have. I'm, no, I don't. I th- I'm gonna be. I need to invest, dude, in like is one there, or two there, shirts. I know. I want shirts, there, man. I mean, there's got to be a Doctor Who official store, right? Oh, there is, yeah. And we've I'm even sure had some of our uh, uh, listeners that have sent us links to um, kind of like some oh, third yeah, party yeah. of just kind of how we're always yeah. talking about making these crazy shirts of people that do have shirts out there. See, but the thing is, man, like once I go down that rabbit hole, yeah. any new, like once I get one, if I get something with like the Ood on it or something like that, or like <laughs> all of the screwdrivers or something on it, like yep. Whenever we come, whenever we watch the show and come into contact with a new species or something, I'm going to want to add. I'm going to start that a other shirt is going to be outdated, and you're going to need a new one. It is exactly, yep. exactly. It's like you know, collecting hockey jerseys. It just never ends. I love now though, like going down the street and like seeing like 
you know, the, the TARDIS on somebody's car, like a little sticker yeah. or something. Cause you immediately know. know you have a connection with that person, like an immediate connection. Have it. you told, did I ask you this? If you still told have at not work? the guy oh, at work <laughs> still <laughs> have not. I just haven't. I haven't Chris. I'm not going there yet. He would love it. He would love we're gonna it. We're going to get there. Oh, we're getting there. I'm just right. cool dude, but we're not there yet. <laughs> we're taking it slow. <laughs> <laughs> uh you are the doctor he's a companion you're, that's you're right not he's my yet. companion okay. right now I'm, i just want to make sure he's gonna stick around and i'm not gonna lose him <laughs> gotta gotta slowly get him into the stardust stuff um, and as far as i know he does he hasn't gotten his uh tattoo yet so we'll see what was he gonna get i think Did it was either the tardis i think he's gonna get a tardis tattoo really yeah that was like one of the first things he said. He was just talking about something. I said, oh, really? Or, you know, what, what are you saying? He's like, oh, I'm going to get a TARDIS tattoo. I was like, oh, really? It's like, you like Doctor Who? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, awesome. Didn't say a word. How do you not say Didn't something? Didn't say a word. Dude, I'm not going to plug it, Chris. I'm not going to plug it. Like, I can't. <laughs> well, all right. At least ask him if he listened to podcasts. Just a I'm, general I'm, we're getting question. There. We're getting there. How, dude, it's not that hard of a question. Just say, hey, dude, you listen to podcasts? <laughs> I'm busy at work, man. All right. By next week, I'm going to tell him about it. And he's probably going to listen to this at some point and be like, you're a complete idiot. I know. But yeah. I've never done that. But that's kind of why we're doing this, because this is hilarious. Oh, my um, God. All right. Let's wrap it up there, everybody. Thank you again, as always, for joining us. Like we always say, hey, if you have anybody else that is a Doctor Who fan, share the podcast with them, please. We just want to keep spreading the word with the show. We're having so much fun uh, with everybody doing the show. And, and of course, email us, thetardytardispodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, everybody, hold on to your TARDIS. Uh, don't let them fall down a pit. And um, I don't know. What else, Chris? Hold on to your orb and... Electrocute people in the face. I don't know. <laughs> don't do a Toby. Don't become Toby. That's what it is. Don't don't do the Toby move. So, all right, everybody. Until next time, we'll catch you guys later. Bye.